Good evening and welcome. This is uh, Andrew Schechter, host of Politically Incorrect Podcast on EA Truth Radio, brought to you by Eternal Affairs Media every Thursday night. So tonight, we t- today we have a very special guest we'll introduce in one moment after our opening prayer. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father, we pray for our guest this evening and the great work he's doing. We pray for all those on the mission, great mission of God that you support their cause and lead us to your salvation. We pray for all those who have not seen the light or who have left your love and light of your of, of your heart, that they come back to you, that you that they see what is going on, that we can get that message across. We pray this thing in your name, you know, Jesus. Amen. Amen. And tonight we have a wonderful guest who's going to talk on some of the great topics that we have talk about on our podcast sometimes. That's Scotty Sachs. Scotty Sachs is uh, from um, uh, Sovereign Radio, SovereignRadio.net. He says he's broadcasting from the belly of the beast. And as he says, the live shows are 9 a.m. in Texas on Saturday and noon in California. And they're also posted. I'm sure I'll tell you more about that. Without further ado, why don't you give a brief synopsis of yourself, Scotty, and then we'll get on to some topics of interest. Particularly, I want to get into human trafficking and and, and, uh, and the open border situation. Uh, so go ahead with it and introduce yourself, Scotty. Well, Andrew, thank you for having me. It's always great to be with a fellow patriot and truth teller. Um, I am Scotty Sachs, as you said. I'm the host of Sovereign Radio. We've been broadcasting, as you said, from the belly of the beast of mainstream media since 2020. Andy, I never intended to be on this side of the microphone and doing a show myself. I've been a TV and radio producer for 40 years and uh, managed over a billion dollars of advertising and sponsorship with the TV stations, the TV networks, the radio networks, all print media, the music industry, professional sports. I've done sponsorship deals with the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, and NHL. It's sad to see them joining the woke crowd, and uh, we can talk about that if you want. So, yeah, in in my travels um, in the 40 years in the belly of the beast of Hollywood and the music industry. I've seen a lot and uh, heard a lot. And uh, it's no surprise, uh, Andy, why we're where we're at in this world in 2023. Um, As I was telling you before we started recording, in the um, late 80s, I was working for Johnny Cash, syndicating a radio show for him called Johnny Cash American Folklore. Now, Johnny was a great patriot. And uh, the show was just Johnny Cash strumming his guitar and telling stories of Americana, of his travels around the country. He was truly a great patriot. And after we cleared his show in syndication on 200 stations, um, backstage in the green room at an event, his wife, June Carter Cash, was thanking me for uh, the work we had done just clearing our 200 stations. She was excited that... Johnny's show was going to be out there, and she's thanking me. And I started to tell her, no, June, thank you. I'm 29 years old. I'm making good money. I'm working with great people like Johnny Cash. And I'm getting to see how, you know, the real professionals work in this business. So thank you. And she leaned forward, Andy, and she said, no, Scotty, you don't understand. Thank you. Because Johnny doesn't want to do business with the media or the music business anymore. And you're filling that role for him. So logical question, June, why doesn't Johnny want to do business with the mainstream media and the music business? And I'm happy to fill the role, but why doesn't he want to do this anymore? 
She leaned forward, gave me the shush sign, and said, Scotty, they're a Luciferian satanic cult. They worship Satan. Well, I drove back to my hotel that night, gave it a little thought, Andy, but not connected any dots by any stretch. And frankly, it's probably out of sight, out of mind. It, it bothered me. I didn't really understand what she meant because although I understood the concept of Satan, I didn't have any idea the the rituals and the practices and the evil behind what that culture represents. So I really didn't make anything of it. But about 10 years later, I'm sitting with Peter Jennings alone at an event, and I'm going to come back to Johnny Cash because this is how we ended up in the world we're living in. These two little anecdotes kind of shaped the world we live in. So we have this Luciferian cult, and now I'm with Peter Jennings, and I'm one-on-one. And um, how I got one-on-one with him was simply an ABC event. The room was full. When I got there, I was late. There was 100 tables with about 10 people at each, so about 1,000 people in the room. And lo and behold, there's one table open in the back of the room and one man sitting in it. So I sat down, grabbed my food. My priority was eating at 30 years old, I'm sure. And as I start eating, I look up at the guy at the table. It's Peter Jennings. So I'm thinking to myself, wow, I'm going to let him have about four or five drinks. Then I'm going to ask him about my grandfather. What about my grandfather? He hated him. He hated Peter Jennings. He said he was anti-Semite, Jew-hating man, and he was no good. My grandfather was a Holocaust survivor, very sensitive to those things. He even flicked a live cigar butt at Peter Jennings one night saying, stop hating on the Jews, Peter. So I asked him, Peter, what? Tell me, my grandfather thought you hated Jews. You're an anti-Semitic. He flicked cigar butts. He threw paper at you. Uh, what do you what do you say, Peter? What's that all about? And his answer, uh, Andy, was astounding. It was twofold. First, he said, look, I'm, I'm not anti-Semitic and I don't hate Jews. When I was a rookie reporter, I didn't get hotel rooms. I got host families. My host family was an Palestinian Arabic family. And I broke bread with them for 18 months or so. And I suffered a, mu- a human emotion. I sympathize with them. So I understand the Arab-Palestinian plight better. I relate to them better as virtue of living with them. So your grandfather's a very perceptive man. I'm sorry it came out that way to him uh, because I'm not what he thought, but I, I do sympathize with the Palestinians. And then he too leaned forward a little, kind of like June Carter. And he said, Scotty, but it doesn't matter. Now, remember, he had some alcohol in him. I suspect... It did loosen him up. He said, it does not matter uh, what I think or what I read. I said, wait, you read? What do you mean you read? Yeah, I read scripts. Okay, understandable. You're reading you're reading news headlines written by somebody else. He proceeded to tell me it doesn't matter what I think or you think because everything you hear me read and everything you hear on TV and everything you read in the newspaper is a construct and a narrative. And it's not the way it really is. We create our own news. We make up our own talking points. And uh, I can tell you the CIA does indeed have a big hand in those talking points. We probably don't have time for that story. But suffice to say, when Ferguson, Missouri happened, if you remember Michael Brown, the kid that was shot in Ferguson, uh, in the offices of CBS two days later, two days later, the news director, the program director admitted to me, 
the talking points written for that story were written by a three-letter agency. So this is the world we live in, Andy. And so when you talk about things like human trafficking, uh, the Biden crime family, uh, open borders, what they try to do, depopulate the world with their pandemic and the jabs, it's no wonder they can do these things when they have Lucifer in their heart and their mind. And it's no wonder they can indoctrinate people to believe in their crap because they can, for for the most part, until about a year ago, maybe a little, maybe a little longer ago, they controlled the narrative. Now we can maybe get into it. I think we control the narrative now. Uh, Eternal truth and, and Andy Schechter, you're you and I are the mainstream media now. I can prove that in a lot of ways, but they controlled the narrative for many years. They indoctrinated all of us. We all woke up at a different time, but. This is why we're here, Andy. It's a, it's not a pretty picture how we got here. Yeah, you make a lot of great points, um, yeah, uh, Scott, uh, Scotty. It, 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 the interesting thing is, I started out as a, as an engineer and a scientist trying to get scientists and engineers back into back to Jesus, so to speak. Uh, but I also became a minister and ministered to them for many years. I have a very small ministry now. Um, Ended up getting, just like you said, I was never going to be on this side of the microphone either. Um, got on this side and actually found there's a lot of people. You know, the other day, I've been doing this for almost three years now. There have been the interviews and the and a podcast I do on Thursday nights. And and I the other night I said, you know, I'm, I'm really getting worn out. I'm getting older. I'm getting worn out. And, you know, I may have to, you know, just stick with the interviews and, and, and pitch the podcast because there weren't a lot of people. I'm not like a million, a million fans on the podcast. And they were all begging me, no, don't do that. Don't do that. We need you. So these people, they, these people out there that need us. I'm going to ask a question. This is my big concern, especially with you know the elections coming up now, and you know we're, we've been pretty much taken over. We have a, a chance to take it back if possible. But what they've done in, in my, that I've seen is they have destroyed our entire social network. They 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 intended to and they did split it up. I mean, you can even see that Elon Musk now is going and got rid of Twitter. Nobody's going to want to use it. Uh, we can't meet up with conservatives. Conservatives can't meet up with the with the liberals. At, at one point, we fought back and forth. Uh, you know, Google Plus was a great platform. I enjoyed that immensely. In fact, I think we won the election in 2016 uh, using Google Plus, and that's why I got rid of it. But how how do we communicate? If we talk to ourselves, we're going to have that 70 million voters against 80 million or whatever the other ones they come up with. Uh, we, we need more people. Not only that, but we need to bring others into the fold. Now, I've been out on the trail. I don't want to take all your thunder here, but I've been out on like a campaign trail running for Congress a couple of times. I'm going to run again next year. Uh, and my big thing was to approach and meet with everyone and 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 tell them like it is. Now we got to take it back, and we go, even if we disagree with things, at least for now, we need to, to to be the rulers and the controllers of our of our media and our country. But how do you communicate with these people other than we'll say on a campaign trail like I do? I mean, we've lost all of our all of our outlets. Do you have any suggestions? And how do we how do we take back the media totally, but not just for the conservatives, but for everybody? That's a great question. It's a loaded one. And I think my answer um, to the short answer is we're already taking it back. We are already the mainstream media. I can tell you both from a ratings and audience standpoint, uh, my company, my core business, we subscribe to all the Nielsen and Arbitron ratings and uh, the mainstream media cable news networks have one third the audience they had 18 months ago. Uh, and I can assure you, I can pick 
three or four Patriot Truther podcasts or shows like mine, they have greater numbers than CNN and MSNBC will have tonight. So we're beating them. We have thousands of digital soldiers podcasting now. They have uh, dying news outlets. Share a quick story to tell you just how dead the mainstream media is, Andy. Uh, I have a close insider at CNN. They had a management board meeting. The board met with key management executives. Uh, it was about two weeks ago. The topic for the meeting was, is now the time to sell CNN? So they're thinking about putting the network up for sale. Wow. They've lost two-thirds of their audience, and not quite two-thirds of their revenue, but they're headed that way. They face billions of dollars in lawsuit that are coming down the pike. That's a whole nother story. But they're... they're Meeting ended in less than an hour for this topic of putting this network up for sale. And my insider there, who was in the went not in the meeting, his boss was in the meeting, and his boss was one of the management, along with one of the board of directors, who essentially said to everybody in the room, We can't get a hundred bucks for this network right now, people. Let's be honest with ourselves. So there you have the the I'll call them the uh, globalist Luciferian media cabal. Their their uh, pro their their favorite child their their proudest brand was CNN. All the years can't get a hundred bucks for the network. They know they're dead in the water. Uh, Elon Musk. That was a controlled deconstruction of Twitter. That wasn't Elon operating alone. Andy, he was he is working with. We'll call them white hats. Uh, that's that's a story we'd probably need an hour to tell. But suffice to say, since uh, John F. Kennedy was assassinated, a group of military generals, political leaders, civic leaders, businessmen, globally, the key being the military generals from around the world, that were white hats. They knew they were working for this cabal, and the cabal had just assassinated Kennedy. They said, we're never going to have... Uh, a, a fair election. They were talking about this back then. We're never going to get a good guy in like Kennedy, an outsider, if we don't do something about it. 60 years later, they're still working at this game. And one of their biggest attacks was on uh, the legacy media. And they're succeeding. Look at CNN. Look at MSNBC. Look at Twitter. One by one, they're being deconstructed. So as far as how you get the word out and I get the word out, you know, grassroots is still the best. I, I'm you're you. I'm sure you've done a lot of marketing in your days, uh, whether it be running for office or uh, your in your in your uh, pastorialship, whatever it is. You understand as a marketer, grassroots marketing, one to one marketing, face to face marketing is still always going to be the best way. But we do have to reach the masses, and that's why. We're networking. Sovereign Radio is networking with uh, truthers, great guys like you who are on the right side of the spiritual war. And we're all connecting together. We, there's there's a network I know of, of a thousand podcasters that are all connected by one means or another. So we got to do what we're doing. Get out on each other's shows, get the word out and continue to grow. And um, I am so confident that we already are the mainstream media. It doesn't look like it because as long as those guys are broadcasting 24 seven, 
they look like they control the narrative, but they really have no control of the narrative anymore. Yeah, you have a great point there. And one of the things that we need to do is, like you said, get on, you know, you know, link up to other people. And that's what's been happening with my podcast. I've got a lot of other uh, friends who are not even podcasters, but they're on other people's podcasts and saying, hey, listen to this guy. And so now I actually have the local news and 10 television outlets that come on the podcast periodically when I have a subject that, in, that particularly interests them, which is kind of cool. And and the mainstream media, it's, it's kind of neat to see, you know, I, I was told I was at one of those points where I was about to give up, not on God, but on, on our nation, um, figuring we've lost the battle. This was a few years, a couple of years back. And someone said, sure. someone said, let, let Jesus lead the path. Let the light lead the way. It will all come out in the end. And I said, you know, great what? advice. Yeah, and that's a great thing, but it, but but it's that will happen almost on its own. But unless but we're given that initiative, and unless we take that initiative and do things like you and I are doing right now, right, uh, it's not going to happen. So and a lot of people don't realize that you can't sit on your laurels and expect Jesus to come and save us all. That's not going to happen. It will happen, but some it'll happen through somebody, and you it should be you if you're going to be doing that. So I kept pushing forward, and then I, suddenly I see that you know. Budweiser almost almost went bankrupt over 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 their wokeness and Disney is pretty much shut down. You can't you can you, know, you can go into Disney now and, and have the whole park to yourself because of, of their idiocracy uh, and some of the things that are going on now. Just just to see that the that the main you know corporate America is part of it. Corporate America is a, is the main part of this cobble that they run our nation. They control. We are a corporation as a as a United States to begin with, but the corporations in themselves run this nation. And to see them backing down and running scared, boy, that's a pleasure. I don't know how you feel about it, boy. I, I'm really well, excited to see that. I I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, it might be interesting to note to your audience why Budweiser. Disney and the the big corporations that have adhered to this woke agenda. Why the heck would Budweiser? Now I worked with Budweiser out of Chicago in my early days in media. I bought a negotiated radio deals for Budweiser, and I knew the guys at Budweiser. They would never put this Dylan Mulvaney on a Bud can. They they understood their audience was blue collar men, eighteen to forty nine. This is not a transgender crowd drinking Budweiser, why would you put a transgender on the can? Why would Disney do some of the things they're doing? And the interesting thing uh, is if you go down the rabbit hole, there are some obvious answers why they do it. So I don't know if you've heard of the CEI, the Corporate Equity Index. The CEI is like a social media score in China. And BlackRock, Vanguard, and State Street, the three biggest investment banking firms, that fund Budweiser. Budweiser needs $250 million to go into South America and launch a brand. They're going to get that money, not out of the cash flow of their business, but from their bankers, their investment bankers. So they go to State Street, they go to Vanguard, they go to these banking firms, and they ask for the money and they get it. Now they only get it if their corporate index CEI score is good. Who maintains the corporate equity index? A company called HRC. Don't you find that interesting? Their initials are HRC. It's called the Human Resources Corporation. I don't believe in coincidences. They're huge with symbolism, the Satanists. I know they named it HRC because their beloved uh, woman was supposed to win the White House in 2016. The wench 
of Luciferian woman, I might add. So I hope that's not too much for your show, but that's the way she is. So this is um, a cabal investment banking firm. You know, it all goes back to investment bankers and the central bankers. They control the world with their money. And they decided to fund these corporations on how woke they were using the CEI. So Budweiser says, well, we're going to put Dylan Mulvaney on a beer can because our corporate ec- equity index score is going to go way up. And when we need that $250 million to do a new product intro in South America, they're going to they're gonna lay it on the table because we're, we're good woke sponsors. And that's the name of that tune. So it, it's hard to comprehend they put the investment banking money over sales and revenue from customers because they killed their sales putting that uh, he, she, it, whatever it is on their beer can, they killed their sales. Their their sales have dropped 30, 30. I mean, that was right before, if I remember, it was before a holiday. I don't remember what holiday. Was it Thanksgiving? Something anyway. They they killed their sales, but they didn't care because their corporate equity index score was good and they got their money from their investment bankers. So it's such a convoluted backward game, isn't it? When you think about it. Well, I'll tell you, I hope you can run a little late tonight. Maybe come back again too. We got, we got a lot to talk. I don't even think we're going to get on the human trafficking tonight because we're on such yeah. a hot topic here, but yeah, I'll tell a you great topic. a couple of things. First of all, the funny part is this is what gets me. The funny part is that I crazy me. I mean, I go everywhere. I listen. You need to listen. You know, Jesus listens. Jesus is the one that said not to throw the stone at the at, at the prostitute. You know, it's because it, no one, everyone's got their faults. Basically, we've had things like you know, uh, uh, gay uh, people and, and 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 unusual things that are not satanic, but they're just different that we don't right. believe in as Christians since the dawn of time. I mean, even mice. You put too many mice in a place. Like a, the big cities are our real problem. That's a whole topic for another another day. But we, the cities cause cause the problem, just like the uh, science uh, science experiment where they put X amount of mice in a cage together. And after a certain amount, when you reach a certain density, they start humping each other. And the men start, the males start humping the males, the females start humping the females. And, and they get weird and they start eating each other and killing each other. That's what happens in the city. The cities are our problems, but that's neither here nor there at this point. But the reason I point that out is that there, I have a lot of friends. I've, I meet people and, and I don't judge people by what their beliefs are. I've met good Christian believers who are gay and, and admit to be gay and talk to them. And they're like, we don't like all this woke crap. You know, we no, were we happy. Don't. We were happy the way we are. We knew we had issues, but it, it's the way we were and nobody bothered us. And now all of a sudden everybody's on us because of these woke idiots. So the people that are gay themselves don't want this. They're being pushed into it. I mean, it's crazy. And now, the, now I'm going to let you address that. But the, uh, the other thing is that you you mentioned banking and that's a bit, the banking is is the big thing but the, i th- i think it goes deeper than that you know i had an interview must have been almost 20 years ago with lyndon larouche i got involved with his with the larouche pack and I, at first i thought they were tin hats but they're saying that we never left england and great britain still rules the world great britain and the vatican rule the world and it's the vatican it's, it's and great true, by the way that's but, true great british and i like it that's what exactly i would like to your opinion on that because especially with the, with the new king I uh, heard that he's 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 one of the most evil human beings on the planet. But what what's your opinion on that? And go go ahead. I'm, I, I sound like you got a great some great information. So you can go back to 
our constitution, you can go back to uh, the civil the civil war. All these things where we really believe we got this country right and we set it straight. The problem is um, we never have been out of the control of the of the crown of England. In the crown of England, the Vatican, in Washington D.C., and the military industrial complex. That's the three-legged stool this globalist cabal has stood on for many years. Uh, Whether it's our money from the IRS or money from their illicit uh, operations, drug trafficking, human uh, trafficking, that all gets channeled back to the Vatican, the Bank of the Vatican. Not anymore. That's been dealt with. And that would take hours to prove out to your audience. The Vatican's been dealt with. The evil's been dealt with. Not only in the city of London with the bankers, the corrupt bankers and the crown of England, but it's been dealt with at uh, every level. And um, if I were to tell you, Joe Biden, yes, the Biden administration has an illegitimate regime. They have some control. There's things they're controlling. Uh, Part of the military is beholden to the cabal and Joe Biden, but there's a greater and equal part, a far stronger uh, uh, contingency of the military, Andy, that's not. They're actually in Donald Trump's corner. And uh, you should invite a guy named Derek Johnson on the show. I don't want to try to do his job, but he can explain to your audience how and why Donald Trump left this, co- left, left this country before he exited office in the hands of the military. And legally, this country is quietly being controlled by the white hat military and they're letting joe biden and his clan run wild to expose who they are from letting them win the elections and steal the elections to letting this biden crime family uh immerse from the shadows and show itself joe taking millions of millions of dollars and 10 percent to the big guy while hunter's peddling his influence um uh, doesn't matter what issue uh, you look at, the white hat uh, military that's been overseeing everything through Space Force is a much more monumental factor than we know of. Space Force is monitoring everything internet wise and everything happening, uh, not not just in space and our airspace, but in the world vis-a-vis all the technology, the internet, big tech. They're watching it all, and they've been letting these guys go through the motions of effing up Afghanistan in a horrible way, of letting us lose our energy independence, of opening our borders and letting millions of people come into this country, of uh, uh, reversing Donald Trump's uh, beautiful uh, executive orders that uh, did not allow these illegals to prance into this country and get paid with debit cards and mobile devices, kicking veterans out of hotels to give room to illegals. All these things are happening, all the while under the watch of Donald Trump's... They they see Donald Trump as the commander-in-chief, this white hat military, and they're operating in the background intentionally. Real military guys with real missions don't talk about their missions. They're letting everything be exposed, and we're watching every day another. Wow, can you believe that? The Bidens are crooks. Wow, can you believe we're 
Joe Biden let us lose our energy independence. Can you believe they're letting millions of illegals in? People are waking up on things that you and I take for granted that we understand. Uh, I assume every week, Andy, I hope it's true. You're probably waking somebody else up to one of these issues. That's why we're doing this. But uh, I'm telling you, there's a lot more happening in the background. Good things from this contingency of, uh, we call them the White Hat Alliance. They consist of military, political, business, civic. These are powerful, equally powerful as the cabal. But because they're good guys, uh, and have never been in in control of the world. They've been laying low in the background, letting things happen. And I don't know the timing. Nobody knows the timing. But at the right time, mark my words, they will they will emerge. They will stop being submerged. They will emerge and present themselves and tell us the way the world's really been run for many years. I hear they're going to use the EBS, Andy, the Emergency Broadcast System that uh, there'll be a false flag event, the whole infrastructure will go down, be it a false flag nuclear war, uh, uh, attack on our grid, and the internet goes down. Uh, It's all going to go down, and they're going to use the EBS to educate the public of what's really going on. I heard this from four different sources. I can't prove it, and I'm I'm a doubting Thomas. I'll believe it when I see it is my attitude, but four people can... Uh, confirming the same thing that we're going to see the EBS get used, the emergency broadcast system, to speak to we the people in the United States and people of the world. And this is a global thing, not just, you know, interesting. And I have friends in Australia, in South America, in Romania, in Australia, uh, Mexico. They all tell me, keep going, keep fighting, because they understand as we go, they go. They understand if America America goes down, we're in a one-world government, and so are they. We all lose our freedom uh, in this world if America declines. So uh, we know their agenda is a one-world government. It'll be a one-world Luciferian government. Uh, they'll depopulate many more people than they have already from their agenda, and we'll be forced into urban areas living on top of each other, eating uh Eating bugs, this has been many, many uh, documentaries done on what their plan is and how they plan to do it. But uh, you and I both know who's going to win. It's good versus evil, God versus Satan, uh, we the people versus the deep state. And uh, I have no doubt who's going to win, Andy. God wins. Absolutely, God wins. I, I have, and it's funny you mentioned those things. I've got some internal intel myself. I used to... For, for, I think it was four years, I guess, I worked officially for the for the FBI after I was in the military and got out and then and then and then um, uh, kind of hung in there. But I'm, I was been a consultant for many years and I'm retired now, but I still have access to the to their intel, which is oh, pretty cool. Cool. Uh, in fact, I can I can control their satellite. I can actually look at places on the earth. It's pretty neat. <laughs> I can actually see things that other Very people cool. can't see. It's really cool. I can direct them. But the the neat thing is that they are planning a number of scenarios in over the course of the next four to six months. And I think these are designed to disrupt, in a good manner, the twenty twenty four elections by causing causing issues. They are looking yep. at exercises that were, that are going to have live rolling blackouts. They're going to have um, uh, exercises that involve military occupation of cities, 
uh, live occupation, uh, things you don't see in this country. And they're doing it to, to show the power of the government, the power of what can happen to try and show people to be on their toes. I think that's the main reason. I think it's this white hat military that's doing this or it is involved with this but you're going to hear a lot more about this there's some rumors out there but i've actually seen the the reports i can't give them on the air because they're confidential but the generic gist of them is not confidential so keep an eye out for that because it's definitely yeah, yeah. what you say is exactly right yeah I, I agree with everything you just said because my information matches up you and i have not spoken before today how could we have sources saying such things and matching intel if it there's not some basis in truth. Now, what I do know about the war that's being fought between the White Hats and the and the Luciferian globalist cabal is it's fluid. Uh, first of all, as you know, the military never sets timelines. They set missions. So this mission they're on to effectively destroy the globalist cabal and every system they built, the financial system, the education system, the medical system of tyranny, uh, the um, uh, the big tech system of the media, uh, and 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 big pharma, they are trying and playing to destroy everything. And I, as I told you, they've been working sixty years at this. And what you just said about rolling blackouts and these are all precursors to checkmate. When they put these son of a bees in checkmate. We're going to see a down, a, a complete shutdown of this world. So I would say to your audience, have at least two weeks of food and water around. I'm being told three months. I, I'm sorry. No one's going to hang us out to dry. If there is a white hat, military, powerful force fighting the cabal, they're not going to hang us out to dry for three months. They are going to hang us out to dry to wake us up. And if they don't hang us out to dry and they don't present us the financial death. If people don't wake up one morning and think their money's gone because the banks are going to collapse, there's nowhere for American banking system to go but the collapse. We're in the midst of de-dollarization. The rest of the world's moving to asset-backed currency. We're on an island financially, $32 trillion in debt. Our banks are going to go down. There's no doubt about this. People are going to wake up and go, my money's gone. Forget the reset to asset-backed currency. The first thing they're going to hear is your money is in the bank and the bank is out of business. What does that do to their money? I don't know. It either it's lost or tied up for some time. Then we're going to have this threat of World War III, which Trump is already talking. Every time Trump gets in front of a microphone, he says we're headed for World War III. Donald Trump drops comms to people. He's telling us we're going to see World War III. But it's going to be a false flag to wake us up. If you take financial destruction and World War III and you put them together, how many Americans are going to wake up? Probably about 95% of us. So that's the plan. And I, I think it's a viable one. But they're not giving up. This cabal, I heard from a good source yesterday at Homeland Security, NATO has admitted they've lost. They've lost in Ukraine. They have no more budget. They have no more ammo. We've tapped out every dollar uh, America can send Ukraine. And they've admitted they've lost. But you know what? They're going scorched earth. They're going to fight until their death. And they want to burn as, burn as much of America down on the way out. So this ain't over. And it's going to get worse before it gets better. But as we both know, God wins. And I believe this contingency 
that's been working since JFK was assassinated is going to defeat these people. And it's biblical, not for a 10-year Band-Aid on, okay, the cabal's gone for a few years, not for 100 years, but 1,000 years they're playing for. That's why they're waiting to the right minute to checkmate. They only have one shot. I've been told they have one shot to get this right and kill the cabal and all the systems they created go with it. Uh, and so it's a flexible timeline, but they're waiting for that right moment and everything goes down um, and everybody should be prepared for a shutdown in this world uh, for at least seven to 10 days, I might think. I've been told anywhere from three days to three months, but I think it's safe to say we all need a couple weeks of food and water. Um, but boy, oh boy, it's a great, it's the most exciting time to be alive. That's for sure. I have no fear of a one world government, central bank, digital currencies, and them controlling our health anymore. I have no fear of that. That's not going to happen ever again. Uh, I'm so sure of the, the outcome here. Um, time is flexible when your outcome's absolute. And I'm so sure of the outcome. Uh, I'm making plans for, uh, my, my daughter and, and, and soon to be grandchildren, I hope, um, to have a great life. I'm not making plans to, to, to schlep them into a FEMA camp. Okay. And that was Scotty Sachs. Uh, we did lose his audio. So we will just say that you should visit Scotty on his website, sovereignradio.net. Visit him on the internet, do support Scotty and all the great work he's doing for for our great nation and for the and for Jesus and we do appreciate him coming on on the on the uh, on the interview today and with that we'll close and have a great evening we'll see you all in the next interview and hopefully Scotty will be back for another visit to complete our our great discussion